The Suffolk Journal podcast is the official podcast of the Suffolk Journal. Things may have changed by the time you heard this episode. With the fall 2021 semester right around the corner, I want to talk to members of the Suffolk University community to get a sense of what their expectations are for the upcoming semester. A semester that is expected to be somewhat of a return to pre-pandemic practices around the Suffolk University campus. This is the Suffolk Journal Podcast. Hello, journal readers. I'm your host, James Bartlett. I am so excited to be behind the microphone again for another episode of the Suffolk Journal Podcast, and I am excited to be doing more episodes of the Suffolk Journal Podcast as we move into this fall 2021 semester. I am also excited for all the work we are going to be doing at the Suffolk Journal, both with our print edition and with our digital presence. So it should be a great semester. Today we will be speaking with Charles St. Amand of the Journalist Department about what he expects from the upcoming semester. Should be a great show. Enjoy. So we are talking with the practitioner in residence for journalism and also the faculty advisor for the Suffolk Journal, Charles St. Amand. Charlie, how are you today? Great. How are you? I'm doing good. So what just to recap, what has the past year looked like for you as a professor at Suffolk University? Well, I, I, was, I was glad that I had, um, I had uh, one um, in-person class, both semesters, um, and my other classes were online, um, but I spent, um, you know, I came into Suffolk uh, three days a week, um, the first semester, and then two days a week, the second semester, because um, I did have a Friday class. One of my classes was a Friday, but I, I did that uh, online because it was an online class. Um, but I had um, 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 in-person journalism one classes, both semesters. And um, so that was good. I was in the classroom. We were all masked up. Um, and, um, and then I had to teach um, my other classes um, from my office at Suffolk. So I spent, I spent a fair amount of time on, on campus um, the past academic year, only um, it was very quiet. It was, there were not a lot of people up there. So I, I um, myself and um, I saw, I saw my, my colleague, uh, now our interim chair, um, Professor Mickey Lee uh, for, uh, you know, most days I would see her. Um, and then there were a couple of other professors who were teaching uh, one class in uh, two of the new professors, actually, um, Professor Jonas Kaiser and um, um, Professor Bobby um, Van Gilder were um, both teaching, I think, one class online. So. So um, I would see them from time to time, but not, you know, like we should have, like we normally do. And I miss those uh, conversations. Those conversations are very important uh, for the life of the department. And, um, you know, we find out what we're doing. We often talk about what we're teaching, you know, some of our, you know, struggles. We're careful not to use names if we're, we're talking about a particular student. Um, but um, you know those conversations. I I learned a great deal um, not having coming from 
the news industry, you know, uh, to my full-time position here, I benefited greatly from those conversations and I miss them great. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm glad that we're gonna be back um, in person uh, fully in the fall because um, I really benefit from those and from seeing the students, seeing, seeing, you know, the students live and, you know, in person. Um, I'm, I'm really, you know, really looking forward to that. So what do you anticipate the next semester to look like? Do you think it's going to be a full return to pre-COVID? I mean, obviously we have to wear masks in public spaces, but just how do you think it's going to look? I think, you know, the, the, the mask issue is still going to be there. Um, I had a hard time in my two in-person classes last semester uh, learning names, you know, learning them by face because they were all masked up. Um, and, uh, and I eventually learned all their names. Um, and I'm worried that I'm going to be seeing students that I'm not going to be able to recognize, um, with their masks on, you know, um, and uh, because I really believe I'm, you know, as a practitioner, um, I don't, I'm, I don't do research. Um, so I'm, I'm responsible for teaching. I have a 4-4 load uh, and I have 20%, so 80% teaching and 20% service. And um, so my experience at Suffolk and my work is very student focused. It's very student centric. In fact, some of the advisory, um, some, of the, some of my service um, is related directly to students, and that's the Suffolk, advising the Suffolk Journal. Um, I'm on the Division of Students uh, Success Faculty Advisory Committee, so that's, that's another thing that is just so related to the student experience. Um, I just had a meeting this morning. Uh, Suffolk has ramped up in a significant way its, um, its career services. Uh, so, um, um, I'm on a new committee um, led by Jake Small from Career Services um, on uh, called the uh, it, it's called um, the Journalism Media and Communication Advisory Board. Um, so we're going to try to ramp up our uh, the university's um, developing and partnershiping uh, partnership partnerships with um, creating internship opportunities and then job opportunities post-graduation. So, so virtually all of my work here at the university is focused on students. So I, I, I get to know all of my students, um, you know, as I got to know, I've gotten to know you, James, um, right from Journalism One on. Um, so, so those relationships are, really important to me and I, I just I just hope I I remember people's names and uh, and and can recognize the faces uh, through the masks so um, I'm hoping that's that's gonna work out well so what have some of the university's communications been about how you should prepare for the upcoming semester um, if you can share what any of those have been? 
Um, a lot of them have come from the integrated response team, um, which I would imagine students get those. Do students get the? Uh, yeah. I imagine yeah. You get those those correspondence. So yeah, um, a lot of it has come from there. I think they've done a very good job. Um, last year, when I was very concerned, um, heading into the fall semester, um, I was very concerned that you know this face-to-face -face teaching, um, you know, I was, I was concerned that for, you know, the safety of my students, the safety of myself. Um, and as I, I learned that they really, they really addressed every issue. Um, and, you know, because they were, they were working on this weeks before we ever went into lockdown. And, um, and it, it, they, they did a great job. Sebastian Royo, who has now left the university, um, I thought he did a terrific job um, heading that group. And um, really, um, they, they covered everything pretty well. So I was, after only a couple of weeks on campus, I was very comfortable with, with their situation. So, um, I agree that we probably need to still be masked up, even though we're vaccinated. Um, um, my only concern, and I actually sent a, an email to the, to the response team this morning, um, I've been reading that the availability of um, counterfeit vaccination documents um, is out there, readily available. And um, I'm just wondering how they are proving or confirming or verifying um, those things. So I, I'm sure they'll send me a response um, and allay my fears about that. Um, but I think the masking is still, still necessary, um, but it, it'll be good to uh, see students in, not on the Zoom screen, you know, um, um, Although I think I think we got used to it pretty pretty well, and I actually had a couple of students at the end of the semester um, in my in-person class ask if I could um, ask if they could take the final online because they were going to be you know it just worked for them, and I was able to accommodate those students um, who wished to do that, um, you know as long as they had a good good reason to do it. Um, so I think, I think we've kind of, I, I think it's going to be, I think you're going to see a lot more online courses offered as a result of this, uh, mm -hmm. because we realized after a year plus, uh, because we finished the spring, uh, semester, um, we realized we could do it and, and that students could still learn. And there were some successful outcomes and, uh, I think we kind of, there was some Zoom fatigue, certainly, um, but I think it'll be great to be back, back in the classroom, back on campus. So you mentioned those uh, counterfeit vaccine cards. Do you or any of your colleagues have any fears about, like, students maybe having counterfeit vaccine cards or even going to super spreader events? I mean, obviously, college students are in the city now and there's probably going to be partying and there's probably not going to be masks at those parties. So do you or your colleagues have any concerns about students like 
spreading like the Delta variant in the classroom or something like that? Yeah, well, you know, I, you know, I await the response of the, of the uh, team um, on whether they're, they're verifying, how they're verifying uh, documents. Um, you know, I mean, I, I submitted my card, um, uh, you know, by the August 16th deadline. I imagine they're gonna have to chase both faculty and students um, for those documents. Um, but the fact that there's a requirement uh, to, vac to vaccinate, um, so if students do attend, you know, and, and, you know, the world is much more opened up than it has been uh, uh, in the last academic year and the summer before that. So uh, people are doing, I'm doing more things, you know, going where uh, I am, I have kind of returned to when I enter a store, uh, enter a restaurant, I'm wearing the mask. Um, I'm, I've kind of returned to that because of the the resurgence, uh, you know, the COVID of the variant, uh, the Delta variant uh, being an issue. Um, but I also, you know, being vaccinated, um, I feel much uh, safer. We were able to travel by, you know, air um, twice this, you know, since the last semester ended. Um, and, you know, totally masked up while in the airport and on the plane. Um, and, um, so, you know, I feel, I'm going to feel a lot more relaxed, uh, than I was last year at the beginning of the semester. Um, and, uh, but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a good, I think a lot of people are going to be, uh, happy to be back on campus. So has your approach to teaching changed over the past year with the way that you had to conduct classes? Like, is there anything you're gonna bring from online classes to the in-person experiences of students? Um, I am doing more online um, using, using Blackboard than ever before. And I, I, but I, I did a lot of on Blackboard uh, before the pandemic. Um, I did all my grading on there, um, basically because students like to know where they stand. And, and I, I converted to um, online grading um, after seeing in my, I thought I was always good at getting grading back, getting, getting papers back. I always gave a lot of feedback, um, but I had a few couple of students saying, I never knew where I stood in, in this, you know, during the semester. And I, I, I was, that was a head scratcher to me. But I thought, well, if I can get more, more of my grading online. Uh, but now I'm doing, um, I'm submitting, I'm doing a lot more. Uh, so students are actually submitting their, their work online. I'm grading it online, uh, you know, using that. And that was clunky. And I, I think, I'm hoping whatever, I know we've, we've delayed, we were going to, um, they've delayed the decision on what our, what our content management system is going to be, but um, um, so we have Blackboard for another year, I guess. Um, um, 
but I, I find grading writing uh, on online kind of clunky, but I, I've gotten used to it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I still, I figured it out so much that I, I give students a lot of feedback on the writing, as you know, uh, having been in my journalism one and two class classes, um, I give a lot of feedback on uh, students reporting and, and writing. So um, I feel much more comfortable doing that. Um, I also um, have put all of my exams online and I'll continue to do that. Uh, um, and it's it's a it's a little more work, but then once you get used to it, it's 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 not a little more work once you've you know. I felt like every time I was going to do an exam, I, I was like, oh yeah, well how do how do I do this? But um, now I know I, I'm I've, it's become kind of secondhand. I'm able to get um, I, I'm able to create all these pools. I still have these pools, these question pools available to me, it's going to be, you know, I can now uh, use some of these things and tinker with them as needed, depending on changes in content. So, uh, you know, I, I'm going to be using uh, the technology a lot more. Uh, and there might be situations where, um, you know, weather or something like that, we might have to have a class online um, and I'll have no problem uh, doing that. I was fortunate. I took a course in online course design um, the summer of 2019. Um, and that was really, that made me more prepared when we went mid-semester to fully online. Um, that having taken that course through the uh, Center um, for teaching and scholarly excellence uh, at Suffolk. Uh, having done that was uh, so useful when we went to the lockdown and we're teaching all online. Uh, so much of that, I was able to post asynchronous work in some classes and students real um, appreciated that. Um, and so I think we're a lot better equipped uh, as teachers and I think students are a lot better equipped as learners. Um, as a result of, you know, they say, you know, make, you know, you know, cr every crisis is an opportunity. Um, I think that's what's happened. Um, I've also, in the last, I, one of my, one of my fall classes did not fill, so I, it was canceled. Um, um, and again, uh, the crisis of not having that uh, class has created some opportunity. Um, I'm doing a couple of independent studies, which I've never done before. And I'm also, uh, um, I've acquired the um, internships, um, CJN 505 and 507. Um, I've, I've acquired those for the year because a colleague has, uh, is, is out uh, this semester at least. So I've picked that up. Um, and again, that's an opportunity that's, that's giving me a larger teaching portfolio uh, that is going to uh, make me more, um, more essential to the university, more essential to uh, my department and more essential especially to my students. Um, and the in, doing the internships is, is directly related to my uh, uh, 
um, serving on the advisory board for the um, for the um, for the career services that that advisory board for communication and journalism. So um, everything's good, you know. It's it's really it's really going to work out. My my week my my end of summer has gotten a little bit busy um, because of that, but it is all going to be beneficial going forward. So um, you know things things could be a lot worse. So this question is more about um, the types of experiences that you're going to have students um, doing for their classes. I know that in your class and um, in your colleague um, Kenneth Martin's class, I I did a lot of work before the pandemic, um, like out in the street, like in public, like asking people questions like the person on the street story of anyone who who's taken journalism one that's your first assignment are you gonna go back to more in-person experiences for your students outside the classroom yes uh there will be more and we haven't addressed because last summer we developed a um we developed a guidelines for safe reporting in a pandemic and they were very restrictive um as as was necessary there was no reason for students to risk their lives with their reporting you know certainly journalists all around the world uh have done that um not only during COVID times but period you know uh journalists go to scary places to do their work um but there was there was no there was it was not necessary for us to, we did not see the reason to make uh, students take risks with the deadly disease in order to get there. Um, I, I moved one of my class, one of my assignments in journalism one to be a totally in-class um, story, the, the so-called person on the street story where <coughs> students have to interview people on the street about a, a topic. And students hated that, hated that assignment. Um, some of them liked it, um, but because they really, you know, they, they'd grown up, their parents had told them, don't talk to strangers, you know. Um, and then they get to college and I'm telling them, go talk to strangers. Um, but that's what journalists do. That's how they get information by interviewing people. Um, so I brought that in-house. I had the students interview uh, each other rather than uh, go out on the street. Um, I am going to continue that this fall. Uh, I'm going to keep that in that particular uh, experience in-house um, because it really worked out well. I, I, um, I, I think I was able to give students better feedback. And um, so, um, you know, that that's one thing that I'm, I'm going to keep um, but they will they will do the other um, the other assignments because they are vaccinated, um, and um, they but they will you know will probably change those guidelines to say that you still have to do your reporting masked up that you 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 you, you know um, um, the uh, the other thing is kind of interesting I'm teaching online journalism and. Um, 
one of the assignments that I do in the spring is I have them cover the, the marathon, do multimedia on the Boston Marathon, the Boston, Boston Marathon this semester is, is, I mean, is, is being run in October. So I'll be able to do that as an assignment. Um, but again, with proper, you know, masking and et cetera, you know, um, it's, it's, we're still gonna have to take care because even if you are vaccinated, it doesn't mean you're not gonna get, uh, it just means that if you do get it, that's the, that's the beauty of vaccination is that if you do get this horrible disease uh, that you are able to um, get a, you know, a much milder form of it. So, um, so we will still um, have pre pre precautions in place, but um, there should be a return to more normal uh, reporting uh, conditions. Charlie, do you remember what my person on the street story was when I took journalism one? I can't remember that, but uh, what was it? It was, is Tom Brady going to leave the Patriots? Oh, yeah, yeah. And every single student I interviewed said he's going to stay with them. So, yeah. And then he left. Yep. Uh, and that was a good topic. That's a hot topic. That's, that's a, it's totally a great uh, subject matter for you know, anything that, you know, it was a talker story and, and that was one where um, a large segment of the population that you were going out to interview would have an opinion on, you know, whether they were a, just a casual fan or not. So that was a great way to do it. And I'm sure you got, um, I'm sure you got a very, you know, even though people thought that, um, overwhelmingly that that Brady was not going to leave um that there were there were probably a, a, a lot of different kinds of takes on that so it was a good so, one so last question is um sort of a fun one um so there's going to be a lot of students both first years and second year students who have never been on campus before are you prepared to direct people on where certain classrooms and departments are? Yeah, as, as long as they, they help direct me when I'm, when I'm lost too. Um, I have one class in uh, Sargent. I'm going back to Sargent uh, this semester. And I don't know the Sargent building that well. Um, um, so I will, I will do my best. I, I, I'm always trying to be helpful around here. And um, so I, I, um, I don't think I'll have any problem with that. <laughs> All right, thank you, Charlie. All right. Thank you again to Charles St. Amon. The Subaturnal Podcast is produced and edited by me. Please subscribe to the Subaturnal Podcast. We are available on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Please share with your friends and family and check out the amazing work done by our staff at thesuffolkjournal.com. Also, feel free to pick up a print edition of our paper. Thank you.